We'll begin this period of uh, sitting meditation together with chanting the refuges and precepts. So if you'd like to, uh, if you need your sheets. And as you're gathering your your sheet and preparing for the chanting, take just a moment, uh, if you if you wish, to reflect just a little bit on, on what it is to what we give voice to in in doing this, because it can just be something that one of the teachers gets you to do once in a while, and we we can and because it's in this interesting language that we don't speak very often, we can lose sight of what it actually is that we're bringing to to mind, this intention around uh, where we look for um, a kind of place of refuge in the world, the sense of offering homage to something we hold with in respect in our own heart and the teachings where we look for refuge, where we might turn to, and this sense of engaging with these training rules of the precepts to uh, live uh, with this relationship to harmony in the world and uh, the beauty and power of these things and the great gift it is to offer this gift of fearlessness to others in undertaking uh, ethical conduct. We'll begin with the homage. Amo tasa bhagavato harahato samma sambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa. Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa. Buddhang saranangachami. Dhammang saranangachami. Sanghang saranangachami. Dutiampi buddhang saranangachami. Dutiampi dhammang saranangachami. Dutiampi sanghang saranangachami. Tatiampi buddhang saranangachami. Tatiampi dhammang saranangachami. Tatiampi sanghang saranangachami. Anati pata ve ramani sika padang samadhyami Adina dana ve ramani sika padang samadhyami Abrahmacharya ve ramani sika padang samadhyami Musavada ve ramani sika padang samadhyami Sura meraya majapamadatana ve ramani sika padang samadhyami Vikala bhojana ve ramani sika padang samadhyami Nacha Gita Vadita Visukadasana Malaganda Vilepana Dharana Mandana Vibhusanathana 
We Ramanisi Kapadang Samadhihami Ucha Sayana Mahasayana We Ramanisi Kapadang Samadhihami Idame Silam Magapalanyanasa Pachayo Tu Sadu 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 Something <clears throat> so, uh, I think, beautiful and, and really wonderful and, and also powerful when a group comes together like this. You know, we create sangha in this coming together. What a strange thing for a group this size to sit together in silence. And then in the giving voice, as we just did, to this uh, powerful intention, this intention that practice rests on as a foundation, the intention towards non-harming, towards care in how we live. And this intention in coming together to cultivate wisdom and kindness, to put that at the forefront. You can lose sight of the, uh, the, the deep goodness and the beauty of this as we get swirled into what's happening in our relationship to it and all of the things that we tie ourselves up in knots about and struggle with. You notice you're struggling with something today. Good indication that there may be something happening that you're not accepting. I've noticed over the years that um, struggling is never part of any of the instructions. It's not in the text. <laughs> Pay attention, notice what's going on, and really struggle with it. <laughs> no one has ever given me that instruction. This is... This is an extra. You can ask the question, do I need to be struggling? It doesn't mean it's not difficult sometimes. Of course it is. But to be in contention with the way it is in the moment, you know, we try and try And there's a wholesome thing under there of trying to be okay, but it just doesn't work. It doesn't, it's not practical. <clears throat> and then this practice, this inclination of mind to meet our experience, to meet our life, to meet the natural processes that, that are our life. Our life is this flow of changing experiences of conditions that come together and fall away over and over.
contacts at the sense doors, the sense bases, constant touching of and being touched by the universe. We're so sensitive. Sensitive bodies and hearts and minds. Incredible intimacy of that ongoing flow, touching the universe, touched by the universe. And the radical kind of intimacy of meditation where we meet that with this quality of mindful awareness. He that opens the door to all possibilities with this quality of mindful awareness, everything is possible. And in a way, without it, nothing is possible. Feel that quality of awareness right now. Just asking the question, is there awareness? A cool question to ask once in a while because you always get to say yes. Even if there wasn't awareness in the mind moment just prior to that, if you have enough presence of mind to ask that question, then awareness is there. Their awareness. Am I aware, perhaps? Yes. Then our practice is receiving our life into this sort of sense of a field of awareness, not turning that into a thing, but this flow, contact, and the knowing, and the awareness that sees this process. So we've been using a point of reference, a gentle anchor for the attention. Very useful for most of us, many of us, a lot of the time to have this point of reference. not the exclusive domain of the attention, but this place that we begin, kind of collect the mind, like putting a stick in a flowing river or something, can refer to it. Then we have this kind of choiceless relationship to the flow of experience. Whatever is strong enough to take the attention in any moment, contact at one of these sense doors. If we become aware of it, then that's the object. We don't go there, we're already there. We know it just as it is. Sensation. Sound. Food, memory. Breath as it enters and leaves the body. Referring back to, resting back with this anchor when that stability is useful or when there just isn't anything that calls the attention. Image of of the flow of experience like a stream or river. Sometimes we notice all the things there. Leaves that float by, ripples and currents and swirlings, drops and animals, 
might be there and things down on the bottom of the river, stones and twigs. Notice all those things like contacts. Sometimes we have more just a sense of the flow, of the movement of the flow, the softer kind of gaze. Perhaps more with the knowing of that flow than focusing on any particular experience or object. Either way, both ways of attending to experience are, are good and useful. It's the quality of awareness that we're interested in. Experience may be obvious and more coarse or gross. Maybe very fine and delicate, very subtle at times. All good, pleasant, unpleasant, neither of these. If we can care for this life, eating it with a kind of friendly, kind heart, showing up is such a, an expression of a deep caring, really. Show up for life. the only one we have, let's show up for it. Of course, the attention wanders. Last night I mentioned this old monk that we affectionately called the happy Sayadaw. Sayadaw means teacher, like Ajahn in the Thai tradition. Talking once with him, someone asked him about the tendency of the attention to wanders, call it wandering mind. He said, oh, wandering mind, oh, never mind. Start again. Kesamashi Babu. Never mind, just start again. This is really the heart of what we, our attitude is this beginning again. How many times do we do that in a day? two or three times for most of us. You're like me, it's quite a bit more often than that. Every time we do that, planting this seed of, this wholesome seed, every moment of mindfulness, like a seed. Right now, planting this seed, beautiful seed, flowering forth in its own time, its own way. Another one, planting another seed. That's, that's our work, isn't it? That's what we can do. Can't make them sprout. Can't make something happen. But we can plant the seeds. 
There's a great joy just in the doing of that, possibly at least.
In a couple of minutes, I'll be ringing the bell to end this period of meditation. When you hear the sound of the bell, pause with that sound for just a moment before you move or open your eyes. A moment there. Perhaps letting the sound continue. You might notice some sort of subtle, gentle impulse or a little little kind of gathering of of energy or something kind of like that 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 precedes the the movement of opening the eyes or of shifting the posture. Could be a feeling of wanting to move or a sense of wanting to open the eyes, but then it's also just something that's quieter, almost just a little, little impulse of energy and a gathering sense that you're about to do that that thing about to move, about to open the eyes. Don't have to go looking too hard, but just pause, see if that, something like that might show itself. There's an experience that uh, sometimes we may start to notice and we can kind of uh, have our radar out for it at times as we go through the day. And I was pointing to in, in suggesting that pause before opening the eyes or before shifting the posture at the end when the bell sounded. Very uh, subtle and um, yeah, not really obvious uh, part of experience, but it's happening all the time. It's constantly arising and passing away as we make our way through the day. And this is the um, experience, the uh, mental factor of intention. Intention is a translation of a poly word, 
Chaitana. Intention in English has, has a number of uh, meanings. So this is a very specific thing. Uh, and we talk about intention like I had the intention to come to the retreat or I set this intention uh, to be mindful. The word chaitana is a very specific uh, mental factor that um, precedes any action, actions of body, of speech. And it really is much more kind of like, um, like I was saying, an impulse and about to almost just like electricity or something. And it, it can show up in different ways. In my own experience, sometimes it, it has the flavor almost more like, like a thought, but not any thoughtness, no content. And sometimes there can f- almost feel like a physical sensation there. It is a mental factor, but sometimes it seems to me I... I it's in within the body in some way, or it feels this this gathering of energy can almost feel like a physical sensation. And it's said that this precedes any any action, and it actually arises and passes within an action too. But we might notice it at times. Um, like at the end of the meditation before opening the eyes, or in walking meditation uh, when we stop and turn before taking another step, or maybe when we stop before the turning, before reaching for something. There are good places to notice that. I notice it a lot before speaking. It's like, oh, it's about to, it's about to happen. Now, this intention is just this neutral factor in the mind. It's just uh, this, this gathering of energy before uh, something happens, before that leads to it arising, leads to the action. It can be accompanied by different, uh, what I would say are motivations. So the motivation to do something could be accompanied by or... Um, flavored by, uh, constellated with uh, aversion, desire, the impulse, the intention to move, could be born of aversion, could be born of wisdom that says it's time to shift the posture, care for the body. Impulse to speak could be uh, born of a reactivity, could be born of uh, kindness, desire to connect. So these intentions are are just neutral. They don't they aren't anything but that impulse. But they're accompanied by different intentions and or different motivations, pardon me. And it's worth um, worth starting to notice these as they, they come and go throughout the day. So um, be careful not to look too hard. Let them let them come to you. When I was first uh, pointed at this, and gave the instruction to pay attention, notice intentions, I decided I wouldn't get up until I saw the intention to move. It's a time like this where it's, you know, you're waiting for me to say something so you know we're about to leave. And I, I, I said, okay, I'll stay here until I notice the intention, some intention, I was looking really hard. And I sat till the people came in for the next sitting. (laughs) And I never saw anything that I was looking for, something really, it's gotta be one. And and the looking in that way got totally obliterated any chance of actually noticing that. So don't um, make this a huge project. But there are certain times in the day where there are some obvious pauses uh, between things you're doing or um, places where you might notice it. I found in the walking meditation is a great place to 
you, know, you come to the end of the path and you stop and just to pause for a moment there before the turning. And you might notice this sort of sense, oh, it's about to happen. Feels like a light sense of an impulse. When you're reaching for something, pause for that. Time for one or two questions, if there are any this morning, about intention or about uh, something else in your practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.